God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. Man, God is good. Take a deep breath. You know God still has a purpose for your life. Man, it's exciting to be alive at, uh, in this date and time. And just knowing that at any time Jesus can come back and crack the sky. And all of us that are alive, we would be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Do you know that the dead in Christ will rise first? And boy, I tell you, when we do go, we will be with him forever and forever. So it's exciting times. Uh, if you look around us, we got a lot of things going on. You got earthquakes in various places. Men are becoming lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. You look around and you got uh, parents and and siblings and uh, parents and children and siblings and siblings being just rebellious one to another, one uh, betraying the other. And it's just so many things going on that the Bible spoke of. It talked about the different weather and weather patterns and how you won't be able to tell the seasons. And you can tell it's we're, we're there, man. We talk about climate change. Boy, are we there? We're looking at everything that's going on around us. And you know what? Our hearts should not be discouraged. Yes, we have inflation. We have um, all the different things that are going on. The high gas prices. Everything is expensive, but God promised to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's what we know, that God is faithful and he's going to always be there for us. That's the beautiful thing about being a child of God is because if God be for you, who can be against you? You know, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So God shall supply all of our needs. Every bit, I mean, David said, I was young and now I'm old and never have I seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. So God is faithful. And this is the time that we should get encouraged and not discouraged. Yes, we have needs. We have things that are going on in our life. But God promised. That's where we put our faith at in his promise, because the entrance of his word brings light. And so we put our promise. Uh, we put our faith in the promise, in the fact that God said he would supply our needs, that he would be there with us. He's got us covered on every side. You know, he's still Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord, our provider today. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our banner, our protection. He's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. He's still Jehovah Rohi. He's the Lord, our shepherd. He's right there for us. David talked about it in the 23rd Psalms. He said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Uh, and so when he when he says that, I, that means that I won't have need of anything, because if God is my shepherd, if he's directed me, if he's got me in his pastures and he's watching over me, he's providing for me. The sheep will never uh, have needs and, and wants that the shepherd can't meet. The shepherd will always find an answer. So, yea, though I walk through the valley of shepherds. A valley of a shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So he's right there with me, even through troubled times. You're going through troubled times right now. You have things on every side. You got COVID on one side and you got a BA5 variant on the other. You got all the different disease, monkey pox and all these different diseases breaking out. And God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love and of a sound mind. But Satan is constantly bombarding us with news headlines, things that are bad. The government is bad. Everything is bad. Everything is bad. He wants us to focus on those things that are bad. He wants us to make these things giants 
And he, he wants us to see ourselves as grasshoppers, as though we don't have authority over demons and devils today. But you know what? God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a sound mind. He says, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, that the greater one dwells on the inside of you. That's what's important. What's important is God is in you. What's important is the Holy Spirit that dwells in you is bigger than any problem that we're going in. Joshua and Caleb, when they went to spy out the land, Joshua and Caleb says, we are well able to take the land. They came back with a positive report, a report full of faith and the Holy Ghost. But the other spies that came back, they didn't have the same report. They didn't have the same report. The problem we have with them is that they came back with a different report. And so we need to come back with the report says God is well able to supply our needs. God is well able to do that which he promised. He promised that he would do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. God is faithful, brothers and sisters. There is nothing that he won't do for his people. Think about it. You'll do it for your children. You'll go out there, man, against hell and high water. You'll stand up for your kids. You'll go out there and you'll do everything you need to do. There ain't a devil in hell that's going to come against your kids without you standing in the way. And yet, when it comes to us, we don't believe that God will go and fight for us. God is still the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's still the same God that fought for his people in Israel. He fought for his people all throughout the Bible. You can see when God fights the Lord of hosts is present, the God of war, the God of vengeance, as he goes out and his enemies can't stand against him. When Pharaoh came up against God, he lost. Everybody in history that came up against God, that called themselves battling God, they lost. Satan came up against God and he lost. The Bible says that Jesus Christ, he took the keys of death and hell from Satan. He made an open show of principalities and powers. And so, he did and he led and Jesus went down into hell and he preached to the souls that were in hell he set the captives free the Bible says who the son sets free is free indeed he's still the same God today he's the God of, of faith he's the God of faith and if you just put your faith in him God will move on your behalf oh he fought for Gideon didn't he when he helped them deliver the children of Israel from the Midianites, he fought for Joshua. Oh, many, many times he fought for Joshua. In fact, there was one occasion when Joshua said, I need more time. And he said, I need the sun to stand still. And God made the sun stand still. That day extended for 24 hours. Joshua got another 24 hours without the sun going down. It wouldn't move until God told it to move. And Elijah told the king it will not rain for the space of three and a half years. And God did not let his words fail. But God watched over his words. And everything that Elijah said, it came to pass. And then at the end of three and a half years, when Elijah spoke to the weather, he told it it needs the rain now. Now it's up to king to learn what he needed to know. Now it's time to rain. And God held up his part of the bargain. And guess what? It rained. Don't tell me what God won't do. He's still the same today, yesterday, and evermore. And you know what? Even when it seems like there is no hope, all hope is lost. Everything is gone. There is no way. Well, you tell that to Mary and Martha when their brother died. They were discouraged. I mean, he was dead. He was dead as a doorknob. He was dead. He had been in the grave for four days. You know what's interesting is with the Jewish folks, do you know that in their uh, religious beliefs, 
uh, some of the religious sects be actually believed that the spirit of a man stayed in contact with his body for three days. So guess what? Jesus said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stay a little longer because you ain't going to pull that one on me. So Lazarus, when he died, he stayed in the grave for four days. But guess what? Jesus came on the scene and he said, where have you laid him? After listening to all their boo-hooing and belly aching and all of their doubt, where have you laid him? And they pointed to it. He said, roll the stone away. And he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And guess what? Jesus spoke and he said, Lazarus, come forth. You know why? Because if Jesus had just gone down there and said, come forth, Everybody in the grave would have came forth. But Jesus specified. He made it specific. He said, Lazarus, come forth. I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't matter what that thing is that's dead in your life. God could have called you to do something for him. And you know what? You think because you're a certain age, now you can't do it. Or you think because your dream has died, it can't be brought to life. It can't be resurrected. But I'm telling you through God, all things are possible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if God gave it to you. If he gave you a dream, he gave you a vision and you saw yourself doing it. Don't lose hope today because Jesus is still the resurrection and the life. And just believe on him. And if you do, though your vision to be dead, yet shall it live. And God can bring it to pass. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, I'm excited because you're still serving a God that's alive. He's still able. He's still in the healing business. He's still in the delivering business. God is still in the miracle working business. I will tell you, it doesn't matter. Your back could be against the wall. They can told you to give up hope. There is no way to get through this. You can't get through this. And everything is dark. You can't see right now. But you know what? The Bible says the entrance of his word brings light. So God is giving you light. Through his word, light will come. And you will be able to see where you need to go. Weeping may endure but a night. But joy comes in the morning. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, David said it best. He said it best in, in the 23rd Psalms. He did say that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. And he said he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God said that today. Dave through his servant David. And David was able to use that scripture and know that God was still yet with him. That God was still with him every step of the way. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, doesn't matter what you're facing. Maybe you're facing a giant. Well, guess what? David faced a giant and his name was Goliath. And he went out for 40 days and he challenged the people of Israel. Even the king, Saul, was scared. He was terrified. They were all terrified. And they magnified the giant every day when he came out. Is there even a man in Israel that can stand against this giant? And nobody bothered to ask God. Nobody bothered to put their faith in God. But yet there was one young man, a young boy. He was a shepherd boy. And guess what? He was the same one that wrote the 23rd Psalms. And that little shepherd boy saw himself 
magnified in the Lord against the giant. He knew that the giant couldn't stand against his God. And you know what he did? He looked at some of his past victories. And he remembered a time when... He remembered a time when he had to fight against a lion. And he had to fight against a bear. And you know, with his hands, he killed a lion. He killed a bear. Because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. You do know that Samson, the mighty man of God, Samson was not a very big man. Samson wasn't a strong man. But Samson had great strength when the Lord came upon him. And do you know that Samson killed a lion with his bare hands? So David went back and he remembered that and he rehearsed that to Saul. He told Saul, look, I've already gone through this, Saul. King, let me do this. You guys are scared to death. My God is well able. I'm going out there and I'm going to fight this uncircumcised Philistine. I don't need your stuff because I tried it on. It doesn't work. I'm going out there and I'm going to fight because I know my God is well able. That giant can't stand before me. And you got to take that same attitude. David went out there and he fought Goliath and he prevailed against Goliath. But he talked to Goliath the whole time. He told that giant, you will not stand before me. You cannot stand before me. My God is well able. He's working through me and he's big in me and I'm going to cut your head off. Not only am I going to do that, but I'm going to feed your flesh to the fowls of the air. You have no idea who you're dealing with, big giant. It doesn't matter how big you are. My God is bigger. And that's the attitude you got to take against your giant. Everybody's got a giant. You got something that's standing in your way. You got something that's trying to stop you from getting to what God has for you. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, this is the time to stand strong. Stand strong against your giant. Stand strong against those things that come against you. You know what? It's more for you than there are against you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? Now is the time to trust your God. This is the time of year. This is the time of season where we need to trust God. We're hearing all the bad things that are going on. We see it. Every day we get a good dose of it if we turn on the news. But now it's time to say. It's time to say that, God, you're still in control. Brothers and sisters, man, I tell you what, I don't preach myself happy. So let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. If you don't know the Lord is your Lord and Savior, man, it's time for you to get saved. It's time for you to wake up. It's time for you to hear the word of God. The day you hear his voice harden not your heart. It's time. It's time to get saved. So listen to me. If you're not saved, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. I repent of my sins. Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead and I believe you died for my sins. Lord Jesus, I confess you now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you. Come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I give my life over to you right now. And I thank you, Lord, for saving me. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. Go to a good Bible-believing church, get you a good Bible, and I'm telling you, man, you're on an exciting journey, and God is going to do great things in your life. So now is the time, brothers and sisters, now is the time to look up for our redemption lies near. This is Brother Leonard. I want y'all to have a great and a wonderful day.